This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode with an OKP, Dante Nero. Get into it, share it with friends. We talk about running into an ex and dating outside your race. Great episode, check it out. Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. And I want to say again, keep doing that. Keep telling your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas. You're, you're going and maybe some of you are starting at a new college or maybe some of you are starting at a new job. There's someone near you that needs a little Papa JT in their ear and you should just whisper it. Just go up to them without them knowing. Go up, sneak up behind their back and just go, Papa JT. Just whisper to them. And they'll go, what, what, what? And maybe they'll get a little hard and you'll be like, you see what happened to your penis? And that can happen to you every single day. Download the J Train podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Comment. Give us a rating. That really helps us out. And keep sending me your Snapchats. I'm J Train 56 on Snapchat. I, it feathers my nuts every time I get a snap from you and where you listen. And the listenership could not be more diverse. We got all the colors in the crayon box all over the country, all over the world. I got somebody that sent me something from like Singapore and shit. Mm. It's just so weird to see like, you know, where you guys are and how you're enjoying this podcast. And, you know, listen, we're out of the internship season. We're back at school or you're at your job. There's times to listen to this at the gym, on your way to class, on your way uh, during your shits, during your getting dressed Sundays. When you're, you got those little thoughts in your mind that are telling you how stupid you were the night before, pop in Papa JT. We'll put some positivity in there, make you feel better. I'm very excited about today's guest, um, an OKP, original key player. And I'm so pumped. Every time you come on, we bang out We have emails. a great time. Great time. Kill it. Dante Nero, thank What's you for going coming on, people? on. How are you? How are you? I'm glad that you you changed the, the name. It used to be the it was TM- TFM. And I said to you, you got to... You, you gotta, did. This is all you. This you is need you. To, you need to call it the J train. So now it's the J train. I, Hop I, I on in. It. I love it. I love it. Come and drive this. I this, love the this opening train. too. Yeah, dude. We gotta bring some heat. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, all of you. I've been Dante is super funny comic. Awesome. If you're not following him, get on board at Dante Nero on Twitter at comedian Dante Nero on Instagram. Yeah. And then all he has a and Dante pod- Nero comedian on Instagram. Oh, it's Dante yeah. Nero comedian and Dante Nero Snapchat. Everything else is Dante Nero. So at Dante Nero on everything, and then on Instagram, Dante Nero comedian. But all you guys need to do right now, 
is also subscribed to his podcast, the Beige Phillip Podcast. It's mm. fantastic. I've been a guest on it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And explain, yeah. Oh, and listen, because you got what you're doing is developing a library. Sure. You know, so like you have the J Train podcast Tuesdays and Fridays, and then your podcast is also on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. So you can add it to what you're listening. You know, make Absolutely. your episode guy explain explain to the listeners your podcast uh, if they're not already listening. Well, I, it's a relationship based. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had a blue collar job for many years, and guys just I knew all these young dudes who got married and they couldn't deal with their relationships, their marriages, mm-hmm. guys who couldn't didn't know how to get laid, whatever, and I teach all of that. I yeah. explain it. You know how people say, I don't understand women? I understand women. I've watched Dante. <laughs> he gets it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and and you've and you've been on this podcast, so if people who have been listening for a while, yeah. you know. Yeah. You're one of the best guests we have. We have you, a ball. you nail it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pumped to have you. And I love the fans. The fans are awesome. So all of you get on board with Dante on Twitter at Dante Nero, Dante Nero Comedian on Instagram. The Beige Phillip Podcast is at The Beige Phillip on all platforms. And I got an app now. And you have an app. Yes, on Google Play and iTunes. You always have the tech shit down. (laughs) It is always down with you. So go find Dante, Beige Full of Pockets. It's every Tuesday, just like this podcast. Cop that out. Get involved. It's super good. It's so funny, and it's really, really well done. Yeah, we had a ball with yours. I had a blast on you. Oh, yeah, because I told a story on this podcast that I also told on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. About getting fixed up. But I had just come from the fix-up. Yeah, and we were talking about it extensively. It was perfect. So So go listen to that episode. If you go listen to it. Um, also, it is Tuesday right now, if you're listening right away. Thursday, September 22nd, we're doing our first J Train podcast show here at Stand Up New York. That's uh, 78th and Broadway. So if you're in New York City, this is your chance to come see a live show that's specifically tailored to something you already like. So it's 8 o'clock this Thursday. Bring friends. We're going to take live questions from the audience. We have a lineup of Greg Stone, Brendan Ayer, Lisa Traeger, Nimesh Patel, Dan Soder. We're going to see how this goes. And those are all guys that have been on the podcast. And they're going to do a set. And then I'm going to come on stage with them. And we're going to take one question from the audience. So we're going to see how this goes. So if you're in New York City, 8 o'clock, Stand Up New York. You can go on StandUpNY.com. Use the promo code TFM. Get a free ticket to the show. So... Mm. That's what this Jew calls a deal. <laughs> so get involved with that. Um, let's get in the emails. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Just want to say real quick. Sure. Your episode on Beige Phillip is episode 222. So 222. Yeah. So maybe that will be your entree in yeah. to the, and then you listen to that. If You know, you're going to like it. Yeah, and then you're subscribe. Gonna, everybody so gets subscribe hooked. and get involved. Episode 222 on the Beige Phillip podcast. Are you ready for some? And we're doing all relationship questions yes. today because for Dante, that's my thing. I put them together, and I and he bats them right. We're like the uh, <laughs> you know Butch and Neon <laughs> from uh, yeah, <laughs> from yeah. Blue Chips. Oh. You know, throw. We're gonna do the two man game that's with Butch it. and Neon. So that's you it. ready? We got some great emails. You can send in anything you'd like. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. That's J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're gonna start right up with a chick email. Let's do that. We got Shelby on the ones and twos. A little <laughs> slow today, but he's going to get to it. <laughs> Boom. Summer fling turned flop. Dear Jer Bear, 
I'm in need of your help. This past summer, I began dating a guy in my favorite fraternity. We got back to school and realized we're not ready to handle a relationship and called it quits. It was mutual. We even discussed how, un- how he understands how close I am with his brothers, and he knows I'll still be around. But what do you feel is protocol for this? How long should I wait to go, bar- go party with his frat? FYI, I go to small school out west. The frat is only like, uh, the frat is only like 50 guys. What's the best way to be the cool ex without seeming crazy? Well, you know, here's the thing about that. I, I think it has to do with her energy. Like, mm. if she's not being clingy, it doesn't really matter. No matter what happens, when she first, that first time when she shows up, yeah. it's, going, it's going to be awkward. Of course. Because the nature of it is awkward. So I think what you have to do is, and I don't think there's any time. I think you, because it doesn't get comfortable until you allow it to get comfortable. It does, yeah, until, until it becomes a routine. Right. And where, until it, where he's not, oh, she's here again. There's an awkward hump yeah. that we have to climb over. Right, right. And then it's going to be fine. Right. And it also, the energy thing is so true. Yeah. If she walks in and she's looking at him every move he makes. Right. And kind of frowny, right. not happy to be there. If she comes in and farts on somebody, then she's in. They're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, throw a queef in there. Really show you're the cool chick. Exactly. Did she just queef? Oh, she's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, right, no, but right. I'm saying, like, in, in, with any awkward situation, sure. if you know it's coming, walk right into awkward. Yeah. Walk yeah. right in it because you're going to walk right through it. When you try to go around awkward. It's, it lasts. It lingers it, forever. You got to go yeah. a couple miles. Yeah. Fastest way between two points and, is a straight line. That's right. I use the same terminology. I say always the true wisdom is the understanding of underlying concepts, how they relate to situations that seem irrelevant but really are not. Okay. Repeat so, that one more time. Okay. True wisdom is the understanding of underlying concepts, mm. how they relate to situations that seem irrelevant but really are not. So I love that saying because – seem irrelevant but they're not not. all these things are connected there's sometimes people come on this podcast and they're like these aren't problems yeah yes they are they are these are problems that we all have in our everyday life and talking about them Right. Makes us feel just a little bit better to know that other people are dealing with these same. And, and you know, it's it's. I was gonna say anybody who t- who has a physics uh, uh, degree, yeah, uh, things that uh, things that st- uh, stay in motion tend to stay in motion. Things that st- stay at rest tend to stay at rest. Okay, which is a sort of physics principle. Well, the same thing is so that if you. If you're fluid about, you know, like for instance, if you have to make an apology and you get in, you realize that you're arguing with somebody and you realize you're wrong. If you immediately apologize, and yeah. the, then the per, then it just then it's it moves easy. forward. But if you 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 go, I'm right, you're wrong, and then people don't talk to each other for ten years. Yeah, so because <laughs> it, it stays sits, that way. It stays that way. So the fluidity of that so, is what makes it. Fluid. And that's kind of what the advice to her: go yeah. in there. Walk in, you go up to him, give him a big hug and a kiss and say, great to see you, let's party. Right. And you fucking take a shot and you right. hang out. Exactly. And, and that's the other, and, and it's all about attitude at that yeah, point. I mean, sure. and if you walk in and you pouty and yeah. you're talking, you have to, and with any relationship that breaks up mm-hmm. and you want to like be cool with each other, yeah. it's all about just being like, listen, I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's a it's a confidence thing more than and anything it, that's else. That's living in abundance. The fact that you want their, you genuinely want their, but but if you, but it's also being authentic. Mm. So if you're not authentic and you're trying to portray yourself to be when you really are have these feelings and whatever, and you're you're harboring these feelings, people feel that. Yeah, they feel that energy, mm-hmm. and that's what screws it up. And if that's the case, don't go. Right. Exactly. Don't don't put don't try to be cool, girl. Yeah. When you know you can't be cool, girl. Exactly. Because then you're not you're automatically not the cool. And chair. everybody's going to be uncomfortable because Every, they're going to feel it. I would walk. 
walk into that party. I would take a beer. I'd literally throw it to the guy across the room and be like, we've seen each other's genitals. And then pop it open, take a chug, and there it is. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Dante Nero. Beige Phillips show. Go check it out. Every Tuesday on iTunes, go check it out. The Beige Phillips podcast. I like this one. Mm. Hooking up as a graduating senior. Okay. Papa JT, insert feather of suitable length to tickle the nuts. <laughs> I'm a graduating senior at my university. I have female issues. I've been casually hooking up with a girl in a sorority my fraternity is close with, and she's gotten the feels. I explicitly told her what our relationship was and how it is purely casually hooking up. Right. She cried on me that night and told me how she now liked me and didn't like how I was treating her. I haven't changed anything, and we're still hooking up. Recently, I've been flirting with other girls, obviously trying to go out in a blaze of glory, mm. and this girl has found out and just gets ridiculously upset with me for doing so. I'm not that much of a piece of shit to not care what she thinks, but it's getting really annoying and that she gets all upset and throws off the mood of, of every party. How should I deal with her? And how should, uh, or sh how should I deal with her or should I just say fuck it and do whatever I want because I'll probably not see her again as I'm leaving my college town in December. Much love. Uh, uh, you and your great wisdom shooting my eardrum twice a week. <laughs> oh, hope to see you down at my school. Regards. So what do we think? Um, how does well, he deal this with this? Well, another easy one. They're yeah. all easy today. I know, man. Yeah. We'll get to some. <laughs> uh, what, what happens here is, is this is a beige filler principle all the time. I say, as a man, you always have to Put yourself, put your happiness first. Okay. The reason why, because when you're a man and you have a woman, you can't be a happy man unless if your woman is unhappy mm. or if your children are not or hungry. So uh, uh, what's attached to our manhood is is the happiness of our uh, our ability to pro to provide. Mm -hmm. So this is why we have this feeling when a woman doesn't like you. If you hook up with a woman and she doesn't she doesn't have feelings for you, mm. she dumps you with extreme prejudice because her connection is attached to her emotions. Okay. And so when she doesn't have any emotion for you, you're in, she's indifferent about you. Yeah. And so she does exactly what she was show. You know, how many times you you see guys and they go, well, I really like you. And she goes, well, I don't really see you like that. You're just a friend. And if you want to be a friend, you can be a friend. And then they hold you hostage because you're, you they want you to be a friend. And then you get it stuck in the friend zone. You're hanging out with her with the intention of because you're being disingenuous. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, you, you know, you can't fix what's not broken. If mm. you did what you said. You told her up front that this is what it is, and then she catches the feelings that happens. I'm, but, so, I'm sorry for you, right? But, but I'm, I'm gonna live my life. I'm my gonna way. live my life. And I, I think I, I, it's funny because I've been in this situation where mm. you're like totally up front, right? And they're like, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah this is what I'm up for too. And then that changes. Yeah. I think you get like three weeks of being casual with sure, a chick. Sure. I think you get that at max. Yeah. And you got three weeks where it's like, yeah, we hung out this week. We didn't hang out the next week. Then we hung out the third week. And then you cancel on the fourth week. And she's like, what the fuck? Are you canceling on me for someone else? Right. And it's like, but I canceled on you two weeks ago. And they're like, well, now yeah. we're in. Yeah, exactly. And you can do this for so long. I think with him, you've stated, I've been in this situation where I stayed it. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll keep hooking up. And they think they can change you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure. like, no, I'm still just... Hooking it's still up. gonna be this, yeah. And the problem is for her is that she feels she what she's she's not mad at you. 
She's more mad at herself. Right, because she has these feelings. She has these feelings, uh-huh. and she's like, oh, these aren't... And they're you're- hanging out, and they're blowing in the breeze like a flag, and she has nothing to attach them to. Exactly, and right. he's not coming back with the same feelings, so she's rating herself against every girl that he's trying to go hook up Which against. Which is funny, because with a guy, we deal with that constantly. Yes. You, you, we deal with that that rejection constantly. Because we put ourselves out there constantly, because sure, our dick is in to. our pants being right. like, and you have go to fuck chase. everything. Right, you gotta... You, we, we hunt. Yeah. It's funny when I hear a woman say that they hunt. Women trap. They don't hunt. Okay. They, they set a trap and then they pull Well, this is kind of what this girl is yeah. trying to do. She's yeah. trying to say, oh, you just want to hook up casually. I know that, but right. I'm going to stick around and, and then cry. Exactly. And the minute make you feel bad and make you say, Which is this really, is the best you can get. It's disingenuous and it's it's not fair. And if she didn't care about him, she if she didn't like him or, or fell out of love with him or yeah. just fell out of like with him, she's going to dump him with extreme prejudice. I And I also think that his... I. If if I were him, my advice to him because I've been in this situation is to cut it off. Absolutely, you got to cut it off. I was, was yeah. going to say that yeah. too. That if yes, you don't, you can live your life the way you want. But if you're, if you know that this is the response for this is going to be her crying and stuff, then you got to stop hooking up. with Exactly, because you're being. You're being a dick. Yeah. You're being yeah. a dicky because you know that there are feelings there. Right. You're hooking up with her and then you're looking around for other people that are, you're literally yeah. looking at her being like, okay, I can get this. Right. There's my baseline. Right. Let me right. see where else I can, you know, sure. throw it at. Sure. <laughs> right. She's, you got jerky. Yeah. That's dried out. And now you're going hunting for <laughs> nice quail meat. Fresh meat. <laughs> so you, as the guy, like you're responding, what he said, he said, I want to be casual. Yeah. So you got to say to her, you've had your three weeks. You got to say to her, listen, you're a good person. I'm a good person. It's just not the match. Right. And you say, and you stop answering texts. Yeah. You're not responsible for her feelings. Right. You're not. You're not the janitor for her emotions. Absolutely. Because they're gonna come out. She's gonna say you're an asshole right. and you wasted her time and all this shit. Mm. And you have to just ignore that. Yeah. But ignore it while also being honest. Right. Your honest text to her is, "Hey, you're great. I'm great. This isn't great for me. I'm gonna move on." Right. And, and and that's it. That's a clean way. But your th- only responsibility is that if you continue to keep hooking up with her, that's where your responsibility. That's where you're being a dick. That's yeah. where you should be thrown away yeah. without the key. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Dante Nero, the Beige Phillips Show on iTunes. Go find it. Go support it. Go subscribe. I like this one. Rekindle. What up, J Dog? First, your podcast has taught me more than my classroom. I've uh, uh, any classroom I've ever been in. So thanks for that. <laughs> how do, how do you know when it's time to rekindle a relationship? I'm a junior at a small private university in the Midwest. There's a girl in the grade below me. I've had a thing with. She's a seven eight eight. The rating system, face body personality. Yeah, yeah. She was a freshman. We started talking around November. Hooked up. Hung out a bunch before she ghosted me over Christmas break. Mm. That is the ghosting season. Yeah. Especially in college. You go right. home. You like fucking hook up with your older boyfriend yeah, and or you whatever. All, and you like cancel the date uh, right before the yeah. week. So you got a week of buffer. Yeah, yeah. And then you go back and you're like, we've been gone a month. I don't even know this person right. anymore. That's, I mean, that's the move. <laughs> we started hanging out again around February. Dinner, parties, even church together. Mm. Oh, my God. And banging again. That pussy is crack. <laughs> I'd love to see him say that to her in church. <laughs> Pussy's crack. That pussy is crack. Hell, amen. And it got progressively more serious. I even went home with her one weekend to meet her parents. I got along extremely well with her family, and everything seemed great until she ended things with me unexpectedly in July, st- stating that what she what she and I had didn't make her happy anymore. 
Mm. No, we were never official, uh, an official couple. I didn't make a fuss and told her, no big deal, I understand, even though I was pretty broken up about it. She's one of those girls that gets it. I've had trouble stifling my feelings for her ever since. We're both on the crew team together, so I, so I see her every day, which makes things even worse. Worse yet, I spent the whole previous Saturday tailgating with her and her family, had an incredible time with them. I can't help but think I should try to make a move on her again, especially considering that we ended on a relatively good terms. Should I confess my feelings for her and make a move? I could really use some advice, even if it doesn't make the podcast. Uh, P.S., uh, the crew team here loves you. Uh, you're welcome to party with us anytime. <laughs> Thank you for the invite. Uh, hopefully we can make it happen. And, and if you want me to come to your college, Gina at kpcomedy.com. I'm going to a few schools. Email Gina, G-I-N-A, at kpcomedy.com. So I'll put that in there. Dante, what do you think? Here's the thing. Um, this is a new theory that I just came up with. Right uh, now. Well, it's been going on for about the last couple of okay. weeks. I, I believe in making ultimate, not never give ultimatums. Only make make ultimate decisions. Meaning, never make ultimatums. Right. Make ultimate decisions. Meaning, uh, when you give somebody an ultimatum, you're saying, "Hey, uh, if you don't do this, I will do this. Or if I do this, will you do this?" Mm-hmm. That's a negotiation. A negotiation always. If you initiate the negotiation, then you're not negotiating. You've Be- already lost. You've already lost. You're, yeah. you're, you're moving from a position of weakness. Mm-hmm. But if you make a decision. And you hold to your decision and somebody uh, responds to it. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about the whole Kaepernick thing, right? And the thing about the Kaepernick thing is he didn't say, hey, look at me. uh, This is what my issues are. He just sat down. And then people asked him, well, hey, why are you sitting down? Uh huh. And then Mm -hmm. he said, well, it's because of this. And they were like, yeah, but it's about the, the troops. And he was going... He he goes, no, it's not about the truth. Yeah, he was pretty clear he about it. He's clear yeah. about what it is. Now, if you decide, so my point being with how it relates to relationships is you say to her, listen, I really like you and I, I like to hook up. Mm-hmm. You got to be upfront. And if she responds to that, then you, if she doesn't respond to that, you you there's nothing to negotiate yeah so you, you don't even have an answer you don't need an answer if and if she's really i wouldn't even push that at all like yeah. honestly i would date i would uh, create a bidding war which is i would date people around not let her know that i have other options uh-huh and then she goes wow what's because women always find men attractive who other other women find attractive yes and so now she sees you with options that you have other people mm-hmm. and then she goes wow this was really a cool situation and then she might she might reconsider it mm-hmm. but if she's not reconsidering it you you're not there's no negotiate you, it's it's funny that you're saying this because it, it a lot of it is him chasing her and right. he's creating nothing for her to chase exactly and and especially the going to the parents yeah you're doing tailgate. too much you gotta stop hanging that, out with her. yeah the parents tailgate thing and i get why he does it he's like oh I'll get one of the parents they'll be like how right. could you not be and with this great guy never works. that's never works they, yeah. the girl wants to be with the guy that her that her parents are like yeah okay yeah let's see what he's gonna do and, you know and maybe he doesn't want to be with my girl and the you know? fact that he's accessible and that he's doing it is doing himself an injustice he needs to stop the friendship if he yeah. likes her then he because what he's ultimately doing again credibility is always attractive to him mm-hmm. and he's being disingenuous 
by hanging out with her when he really has romantic intentions and he's he's uh, being disingenuous by yeah. going to the parents yeah, exactly. oh I love your mom and dad no yeah. one's ever fucking no, you loved you a mom love and dad mom. you're okay with them <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you deal with them yeah, to get yeah. to her nobody's pussy. dad is cool unless he's, he's a pot dealer yeah then he, like I like <laughs> yeah. this dude a lot yeah this, the dad isn't out with you fucking yeah. chugging yeah. you're not gonna hang out with him you're not gonna hang out with him if you're not fucking his daughter yeah so that's not gonna happen so I and I just think all of this stuff where it's like you you're basically oh I'll come to the parents yeah. tailgate I'll come to, and I get why he's doing it but you gotta be uh, it's it's exactly credible. what you said you gotta be credible but you also have to be here's where I am right. here's what I'm doing you're more than welcome to come but if you don't my day is still gonna be pretty damn good exactly and, and that's right, the party train that she wants to get on exactly yeah. and and the, like right now instead of what what he's really saying he's like I got nothing to do right. so I'm gonna come hang out with you and your family and be yeah. like cool. But, right. like, no one wants to be with the dude that's just cool with their family. You yeah. want to be with the dude that's got shit going right. on. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think yeah. that's – and I, I also – if she ghosted you once, she'll ghost you again. Absolutely. So right now, if you're not changing the way that you're acting – you know, it's like the insanity thing. You know, yeah. repeating the, the same, same – doing yeah. the same thing every day. He's doing the same yeah. thing he did before. Right. So he's just making himself – of and an easy option. He's making himself look like he has no value. Yes. Like his life has no value. He just Why keeps coming wanna, back anytime yeah. she's back in. Yeah. So I think the move, and just like you're saying, the move is go Stop. hang out with your buddies. Yeah. Go fucking go out and you and and if you want to shoot it and you guys have a good relationship, it seems like. So you say, Hey, I'm out with my friend, and you do it yeah. late night hours. Yeah. You know, time where you could be doing something else. Yeah. And you're out, you're partying, you're having fun, you're kicking some leg kicks. You go out and you say, <laughs> and you say, "Hey, I'm at this bar with a bunch of buddies. We're having a good time. More than welcome to come." And uh, but really, and, realistically, he probably wouldn't have this kind of conversation with her anyway if he wasn't hanging around as her Maytag, you know, yes. her her, <laughs> her friend friend zone in case break glass type of dude. Yeah, she wouldn't have that conversation with her, and he would just go hang out with his friends and meet other girls. And that's the problem. He's not doing that. He's 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 connected with this girl. He really wants her, and he's being disingenuous. Um, and you know, Beige Philip always uh, we always advocate if you can't. Talk to five women a day. If you talk to five women a day, yeah. every day, you don't have to, it's not just pretty girls, but just you. Anybody. Just talk and, and be social. And that kind of living in that abundance makes you more attractive. Yeah. And that's that's part of like going, you know, Saturday night, if you're at the tail, if you avoid the tail, you just say, she says, come my parents nah, want to see good. you. I'm good. I got another thing going on, right. uh, but I'll be out later tonight. Right. I mean, even saying yeah, that, that's a good I'll be flip. out later tonight. You want to hook up, text me. Text me. I'll be out later tonight. And then, if, then she has the option. Right. You put it out there. Right. She might not text, and that's okay because you're going to be out doing something else. And you're not going to be worried about her. And all you got to do is meet. Here, as guys, all we do, we meet somebody hotter, and then we're going, oh, yeah. oh why was I acting like this in the first and place? And he asked, when's the right time to rekindle? The right time to rekindle is when. When she asks you if you want to rekindle, yeah. and that's something you're considering. A exactly. And when you've changed yeah. the nature of this relationship, you can't go back to the same thing and expect it to be better. Yeah, go to the Peace Corps, work out, and get a six pack, <laughs> and then come back. Dig dig uh, water uh, water wells in uh, in fucking Guatemala and then come back. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, you look so great. Your face is so lean. I mean, you'll be starving. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you have model get cheeks. Get a whole new look, <laughs> and then come back and start. This way, you reset the you reset the game. You got to you know? reset the game. I yeah. like that. J Train Podcast at gmail.com J Train Podcast at gmail.com Here with Dante Nero, the Beige Philip Podcast on iTunes every Tuesday, just like this podcast. Go check it out. Asian 
persuasion. Mm. Before we get into Asian persuasion, let's read about our sponsor. Today. Let's do it. Listen, people. <laughs> Harry's has been in for a couple episodes now. Mm. You use Harry's? The yes, razors? I They're great, do. right? They are great and cheap. Great razors, cheap. What do you love most about shaving with Harry's? What do I love most? That they're there. Right. That I'm not like, oh, fuck, I got to go buy them because they got delivered to my house. How does Harry's compare to the other shaving solutions? It's in terms of quality and price. They're cheaper and they're better. Right. So what are we talking about here? There's nothing like uh, using a razor and it's dull and you're just Ugh. scraping the screen off your face because you don't have a razor. And so. these are good razors. Yeah, and good it's good to know that you've cut out a fucking cost that you didn't have to pay. Right. Big razor companies have the annoying habit of putting out new models and raising their already high prices. Unlike those guys, Harry's doesn't believe in upcharging, which is why they've made their razors even better and they're keeping prices exactly the same. Harry's five-blade razors now include softer flex hinge for a more comfortable glide, trimmer blade for hard-to-reach places, lubricating strip, textured handle for more control when it's wet. Still just $2 per blade compared to $4 or, or more you'll pay for it at the drugstore. By owning the factory in Germany, we're able to make the bla- or where they make the blades. Harry's can produce high quality razors themselves and sell them online for half the price. Guys, what are we even talking about here? Yeah. What are we talking about here? They're so Harry's so confident in the quality of their blades. They'll send you the uh, their popular free trial set, which comes uh, with a razor, five blade cartridge, and shaving gel free when you sign up for a shave plan. That just pay shipping. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of the show. Enter code JTRAIN. That's enter code JTRAIN at checkout to get a post-shave bomb added to your order for free. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Guys, harrys.com right now. Enter code JTRAIN at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave bomb. That's harrys.com code JTRAIN. Listen, guys. Everyone needs to shave. Everyone needs blades. You might as well make them cheaper. You might as well sign up for their program and get them sent right to your door. You don't have to go run out to the drugstore or look like an idiot and be yeah. like, can I, you know, behind the glass? Yeah. Can I get the razors and the condoms? This was great. You know what a great date is? Have your girl come over and shave her. Shave her. Have yeah. you ever done that? Oh, all the time. That's no way, move. really? That's my move. That's your move? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> get into that. You've done that before? How oh, do you even oh, bring that up? I just said I want to shave you. I want to shave you. And she goes, what? No. <laughs> and I just, and I go, yeah. And I lay a t- towel out on the bed. Really? And I do hot, I do hot towels first, right? Oh, okay. So you it, really play. Oh, it's, yeah. I, it's I, like going to the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. Hot towels. Yeah. And then I do, I, I do the lather up. I do a, sh- maybe like a lather up. And it, then I. Hold on. All of this sounds actually hot. It's, but it starts from a very unhot place. Yeah. Like looking at girl in the eye and just being like. Like touching her face, and just be like, I want to shave. You. <laughs> <laughs> be but, like, it's, what? It's, but what happens is because you know you got to be, you don't want to cut her. So no, yeah, you got to. But sh- there's this trust issue, yeah, because she's letting you do it, and then you're you're you have to be. You don't want to cut her because you fuck up. Of course. You, so now you're very patient and meticulous, and it's just so gir- like women love it, and they love it, and then they you take the hot towels and I want you, to shave you, and you just and they you put the hot towels and then you maybe oil over it and 
That's fantastic. Real. This yeah. is like you, you know, it's it's funny. It's like, old guy shit, though. It's old guy <laughs> shit, but it's also like we live in a time and era where there's like so much communication now yeah, about yeah. sex yeah. that there never was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're living in heaven. Yeah, yeah. You know, like oh, I want to shave you. I had a, someone I, right now is listening with their girlfriend like, and they just looked at each other me. like, Let's should we do, do this? <laughs> should I shave you? It's so awesome. It's so awesome. Man, we learn something every episode. I think this is what we've learned is that you should go to Harry's.com promo code. J train, use the girl. bomb and then shave your girl. That's it. I want to shave you. <laughs> I want, I, if there is a couple that, because I know I get a lot of Snapchats where couples listen to this together. Uh-huh. Right, well, well. This is a moment where we've opened up a whole new road for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a nice snap to get. Yeah. You're shaving your chick. Shaving your chick. <laughs> well, here's an email about someone that doesn't need to be shaved Asian persuasion. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they don't need any of that. Baby hair. Baby. <laughs> What's up, Juma? What's up, Ma Ju? Uh, I'm going to play first person on this email because at this point we're basically bros. Today, in my lame ass engineering lab, this sexy ass Asian foreign exchange student joined my section and just so happened to fall in my lap as a lab partner because no one else wanted to deal with the language barrier. She seems to speak English fine, and she's hot as fuck. I've had the taste of Asian cuisine before and would really would greatly enjoy it again. Please tell me how I can nail this Oriental prize. I promise I'm not racist. I seriously enjoy Asian You got to say putang. Asian, not Oriental. Yeah, not, Oriental yeah. seems a little racist. Yeah, that's racist. Yeah. Or Asian putang. He yeah. wants it. What do you, yeah. How do you... Is there a difference? Have you ever been with an Asian woman? Yeah, yeah. It's just not, I mean, I think it's the same thing. If you credible, show strength, and just, I mean, yeah, I think we have this idea that it's something exotic, but people yeah. date. The I, same. I think the one thing you want to do, and like, I, I know this as like, uh, as, uh, like, I don't trust when someone says to me, I'm just into Jewish guys. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's what? Creepy. That's not that's a weird thing it's to creepy. be into. It's creepy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm sure Asian women have this trust issue that sure, they don't sure. like to hear that. Sure. Because they're the most famous fetish at this yeah. point. And the thing is, if she if she says, I don't know any very few Asian girls I know that go, Oh, I just want an Asian guy. Yeah. Oh. That it's they you know, especially if they're like uh, they're becoming more Americanized, mm-hmm. they all they want to date other things. Yeah. Especially because it's the, the, the culture is so suppressed in the yeah. first room. So I don't think you have to do anything different. It's nothing different, it's just I, I think avoiding making her into some novelty. Exactly. Like yeah. you did in this email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think like you know, like don't like don't like don't ask her like yeah. what do they do in the Far East? <laughs> like don't make I remember there was this campaign uh when I was younger we thought it was the funniest fucking thing. McDonald's had a campaign for like when Mulan came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had this whole like the toys. And, and they the, did and an they had, Asian toy thing. But they did all the toys from Mulan. But like they had the, the script. I remember we did were. Did they in do high- a pomegranate instead of an <laughs> apple? <laughs> well, no. The funniest part was that I don't know if it would even fly today. And someone can find this online. But it's uh, they basically like did the whole ad campaign where there was all like Asian puns. Yeah. Oh, and they're, yeah. Like, oh, they're like, get a taste of the east <laughs> with the Mulan meal <laughs> and it was like and you can be it'll be Chino Mike when you try our new french fry dipping sauce you know like it was just so weird if this guy get if he if he if he closes the deal i want and when he comes i want him to hit a gong right <laughs> <bang>. get your <laughs> gong ready so never mention it don't do anything different right. the only different thing is you need to go online order a gong and when you come that's when you reveal <laughs> 
<laughs> that this was all a plan to get with some Asian poutang. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're going to do one more email, then we'll go to the hypotheticals in the news. This is a, a tense subject because I got this email a while back, and okay. I wrote this, uh, this. It's a female email. We'll do the chick email thing. But she wrote back uh, a little bit upset with some of the jokes I've made here, and I've been waiting for the right guest right. to navigate mm-hmm. this email because it, it's a serious one. Right. So I'm preparing the listeners. We'll hit the music, shall we? We'll get, we'll get serious after we play <laughs> the most ridiculous intro ever. <laughs> So sometimes I'll save emails for specific guests because I'm like, I don't feel equipped to answer. Sure, sure. And I think there's black girls and white guys. Right. And I I like that we asian into this. Right. Just, we're, just <laughs> gradually, we're yeah. getting browner. Yeah, we got browner. <laughs> if I had an Indian email, I would have read good. that We'd one, too. One before we could have gone down the Crayola box. But this is, it's called Black Girls and White Guys. And I wrote her back because it was a little, this, we're going to see this email. It's a little intense. Right. Uh, but I'm... Listen, we're here to talk. Let's have an open conversation. Dear J-Train, I've enjoyed listening to your podcast well until recently, LOL. I was listening to one of your earlier episodes, and a listener asked you what race of women you prefer. My heart sank when you said white, of course, dot, dot, dot. I'm joking, but I'm not. I've also noticed that black women... Which is also not really true. Which is not really true. I've I've seen you up and down that rainbow. Yeah, I've I've done... You know, I've been with a number of different girls, but also... um, the you know the, me saying that is the joke, right? Exactly. You know what I mean, like because right, like, I'm not because I'm going ridiculous. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So in in defense of myself, when you make a joke, you do it based on like you go into extremes. Sure, because it's so, absurd. It's absurd and for I, me to go and white. I, of course, I personally have seen you going up and down that whole Crayola box. So you, you know, yes. So I, I but I, I'm just gonna for the listeners at home. If if you I, when people take offense to jokes, we're here. Yeah. To get laughs, yeah, and to you know talk about these things, and sure. sometimes we go serious, but like we see a lot. Of, you have to, I think, with Twitter, you see a lot with the outrage police. Yeah. It's a lot of times it's like you know they don't think of the intent. Yeah, and well, the other see, thing is, I, I say this all the time: your ego wants to be offended. That's the part of your brain that wants to go. How how dare you? <laughs> I that, get it more. That's the whole yeah. point <laughs> so of your ego. I've also noticed that black women and black people in general tend to be the butt of some of your jokes. And honestly, it makes me wince a little sometimes because it almost feels like you're alienating a part of your fan base. Is race really that big of a deal to most guys? I've always found white guys attractive, and I'm heading to a predominantly white college soon. And I've noticed that TFM never features black girls, maybe a mixed girl or two, but that doesn't count, which seems to silently but clearly reinforce the sentiments of the TFM commenter's assertion about black women. I'm actually tearing up a little as I'm writing this, despite myself, because even listening to your podcast was something I did to relax and have a laugh, but it seems like the gravity of race and racial issues worms its way into seemingly everything. I've also read comments on multiple sites, including TFM, talking about how ugly black women are and how they're not attractive and never will be. I mean, those are extreme yeah, comments. I mean, sure, I, no sure. one here agrees with that. No. That's insane. No. Um, but I, her feelings are not being pushed aside. I, sure. I, I understand that I can't tell her how to feel, and right. I would be upset, too, if there was something that sure, sure, I've sure. seen like that. These comments are more hurtful than you or anyone else will probably ever know. I agree. And how could I compete with the blondes that guys seem to worship, get attention from white guys in college, and not be looked as inferior or unattractive based on I'm black? Will my blackness be de- uh, deterrent when it comes to mixers with frats when, if I join a sorority? 
So what what do you think about? Well, let's let's be honest. Yeah. Yes, to a certain extent. I mean, there's white guys who don't want to date black girls. There's white guys who haven't had that experience. You go into a predominantly white college, mm. and there's and you you don't you don't, if you don't live that, mm-hmm. or you don't. You, how do you know until you experience it? And so, in some cases, you're going to be the first black girl that these that they've ever met, they've ever met, or ever some, had interaction, had, had, had with. real interaction in. And I think that. That is the. I mean, that's really the the, the great thing about it is mm. that the the fact that you can whatever you can set their tone as as how they see black women yeah. from this point on. And I think some people are just you know like some some guys like petite girls, some guys like tall. T- I mean, yeah. there's also. But we're not talking about the preference thing. We're talking about the fact that we know what we know until we know more. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and I think that's reasonable. But to say that she's also, you could tell the tone of her email is that she has some personal issues about her own blackness. Of course. Already. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that because she finds white men attractive. I mean, I find white women attractive too. But this is more a confidence issue than it is anything else. Yes. And if she's not confident about her own personal beauty and her own and what she has to offer, then um, then she, that's going to be an issue. She's uh, taking her own, you know, and I, listen, I, uh, I, we all do this. Right. We have our own confidence issues and then we say, sure. well, it's because of those three things, right. not my thing. Right. And you can't control how, what other people are attracted to or into. Like, I have always thought a curvier chick, like, since, like, middle school. Yeah. Always curvier chicks. But also Jewish chicks are curvy. And Jewish chicks are curvy. And And, and that's the representation of what you see as femininity. uh, This is also true. So So, you can't really avoid. And if you look at a lot of, like, parents or couples, they usually look alike. Yeah. They look like they sure. can be brother and sister sure, a lot of sure, times. Sure. And so, a lot of times a guy will marry his mother in except you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah, the that, chick who's his mother. Yeah, I mean, that's what my mom hopes for. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I think what you're saying is like, is the advice. Yeah. I mean, own what you are, right. be comfortable with what you are, and you can't really push a string. Yeah. You can't make someone right, right. like what they don't aren't into and, and that's not black or white that's right. more just like I, I'm putting the you know and I've I don't, and if it is color yeah. then that's not a guy you want to fuck with anyway and of course if yeah. that yeah if that person can't understand that a beautiful woman could be black that guy's got a lot more fucking problems than not sure, sure. and I I, I kind of see eye to eye with this I, I mean I could never understand but I you know I grew up in a town um, that was, you know, there were two Jewish neighborhoods mm-hmm. and they were like, they were called like, you know, like they were just the only Jewish neighborhoods in the in the whole town. And then the rest of the town was mostly Irish Catholic and that's mm-hmm. kind of changed right. in, in, to today. But I could always tell when a girl just never saw me as a sexual option. Right, right. And you can feel that. And it's sure. probably, and that's confidence issues for me. Sure. But that is also, you can, and I, that's why I'm saying I kind of understand where she's coming from, where it's like, you get that feeling where it's like, oh, you haven't even thought of me as an option. Like, you know, I, yeah. I'll be like, and like, so, like sometimes a girl will be like, like if I hear a girl say something like, oh yeah, you got like Jewy hair. I'm like, right. oh, she doesn't yeah. find yeah, but this, I'll tell brand, you this, this brand attractive. Here's, here's what's interesting. I'm, I'm 300 pounds. I have, I have a, a bone in my ear. I, I am nobody's type uh-huh. unless they've, they've had me as their type before. Yeah. So I'm always in that situation where, and I just think I'm so dope that you, I mean, how could you not? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And they go, and women a lot of times will go, um, 
like what um maybe i need to get a little slice of this if, chocolate. if you're if you're if you're buying yourself <laughs> right 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 maybe i need to know what you're buying i, I need to know what the fuck is what's going to, on and i think that's a that's you clearly the know your product yeah right? you know your product and i think that's the you know advice to her like because you can't change people's opinions without just getting in front of them right and right. just being there and right and i you know i feel hard i feel horrible that she felt bad listening to this podcast because i don't that's not my intent at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also think that getting if you're going if that's what you're into, you will find that. Yeah, yeah. Just by loving what you got. But yeah, but you gotta love what you got, and that's the problem. I, I and I this is something I deal with. Sometimes I deal with dudes who are very um, very subconscious and they're not confident about themselves. Um, whatever it is that you think is your detriment you, mm. what's ever broke fix it not that it's broken because i'm quite sure she's fine as yeah. shit the point is that if you think that if you're a little overweight or you're not where you should be i mean there's things that you can change and there's things that you can't change but those things that you can change that you're uncomfortable about you have you make that effort to change them simply because it changes your attitude We're, and how you your present your confidence yourself. will be totally exactly. different you're oh i'm working on this thing that makes me feel uncomfortable and now I'm better off for you know yeah. in my mind it's kind of like when you go to the gym yeah and then you, you feel better and then you go out that night you're like oh you're like, I, I got a good I, I'm, I'm a million me. bucks like, look uh, at me uh, I'm uh. crushing it right now I had you're a, the same person you were an hour before the gym exactly I had a I had a guy you know I do the one on one consultations mm-hmm. uh, save me Dante at gmail.com repeat that for them I do one on one save me Dante save me Dante at gmail.com for one on one consultations yeah. I had a guy who told me, "Yo, oh, my girl's great. She's beautiful. She's this. She's that. Blah 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 blah." Um, but she's just not into me as much anymore. And he's going on and on. Forty-five. I do like an hour consultation. Mm-hmm. Forty-five minutes. He's just li- not lying to me, but he's just covering. Very at, at minute forty-five, he goes, "I have Dwayne syndrome, right?" And I'm going, "What the fuck?" So I start Google Dwayne while I'm yeah. talking to him. <laughs> Dwayne syndrome is a cock eye. Is a lazy eye. Oh. So he has a lazy eye. So here's the situation. He goes, yeah, but it's really mild. He goes, I know how to look at people in a way that you can't really tell. Yeah. And instantly it goes, it becomes so obvious yeah. that this guy, he didn't really like this girl at first. He kind of fell in love with her. Now that he loves her, he's worried about his insecurities are becoming an issue. Now ah. she dated you with your cock eye in the first place, yeah. right? So she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't an issue. Now it's an issue for you. Um, what what was interesting was that the guy, you know, he said, you know, I know how to look at people so they can't really tell. So I'm like, you're living your life. Differently. Every day you're trying to angle your head <laughs> yeah. so you're only giving people profile yeah. so that they don't see your lazy eye. I go, that's such a... a, a uh, insecure position to be in. Uh, you're li- you're starting at insecure, right? And you're in you're, the that inference is I. There's an analogy I use. If you if you make a birthday cake with rotten eggs, you don't have to eat the whole cake to know it was rotten eggs. All you mm. need is a spoonful. <laughs> and little things refer to these bigger problems. Yes. And he he and I said to him, well, what's the deal with this Duane syndrome? Well, I went to a doctor and they told me it was so mild that they couldn't fix it. And I said, well, what I want you to do is I want you to go and I want you to get fifteen. Uh, second opinions. Okay. So he went and got 15 says six of them said that they could fix the eye. He got the eye fixed and he's it's, he's better now because the eye is yeah. fixed. So but it's your in your insecurities like uh, subconsciously you have these insecurities mm-hmm. and they manifest themselves into this other thing because that's really what the issue is. That it's so it, 
relating it back to this girl it's like it's, it's not your blackness no. is the, isn't the issue you and can't, it might be but like we said if it is the blackness that's not somebody you want to fuck with that, but, that, but that for for one guy out of yeah. other guys that yeah. you'll find attractive and there'll be a guy who but, won't like who won't like your feet or but, it, it, yeah, could be it, anything. it could be anything I mean yeah. look at the guy who's into Asian chicks or, right. you know the guy who's into I mean look at a gay guy right Gay guy can't sure. choose that. Right, it's the same right. way. Right. That you can't it don't choose matter your type. how black you are, how blonde you are, how hot you are. Gay dude is going. I want dick. Uh, he wants dick. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, it, it's kind of the advice. So like your your blackness is going to be hot because yeah. your confidence is so good. Right. You know, and working on yeah, that and making and that, that happen. And really would be because it's not only that, but it's kind of this kind of unknown thing, like the whole the whole Asian uh, the What's yellow fever, the like? yellow yeah, fever, yeah. like it's the excitement of that. So you get a, a a black guy a white guy who's really always been into it it's funny and then you're also i think your your ability to be around them when you become when it gets past that awkwardness yeah and then they really just see you as i for years when i worked, I worked for the phone company for many years mm-hmm. and i used to work in harlem i had a lot of white guys who worked in harlem but never were around but had never been around black people and five years into them, they were looking at some fatter asses than I ever would look. They were like, "Yo, look at that!" I'm like, "What the fuck? Where did this fuck? come from?" Yeah, it's just it's because just you're exposure. around exposure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm happy we got into that email. Yeah. So jtrainpodcast at gmail dot com. Dante, this was fantastic. Always is. Man. Always a pleasure always to have good. you on. It's always having you good on mine. Too. Oh, it's so just... good. All of you guys got to go get involved with Dante. He's fucking awesome on stage. The podcast is great. Beige Phillip Podcast. It's on iTunes. He's got an app you can subscribe to. Uh, episode 222 is the one that I was just yeah, on, so that's awesome. a good one to get you into it. Yeah. Um, and also, at Dante Nero on Twitter, Dante Nero Comedian on Instagram. Oh, and I'm in, I'm in John Wick 2. You're in what? John Wick 2. Oh, really? Theories, yeah, got a small part in that. John Wick 2. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be right back with hypotheticals and the news. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. From Tuesdays with Stories, check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid. We're being silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Dante. What's going on? Awesome as usual. Just Always a good time. Killing man, the man. advice. So good. Go find Dante at Dante Nero on Twitter. Dante Nero Comedian on Instagram. Beige Phillip Podcast. Every Tuesday. Go subscribe. Get into it. Great show. Shelby. What's up? Thank you for bringing the news. Getting involved. We got Shelby filling in for Man Sam. At Classic Shelb on Twitter. That is it. That is it? Yep. Okay. What do we got? Big news in colleges over the weekend is Joe Paterno in Penn State. They had their big uh, anniversary of his first game. They honored him with not one, not two, but three video tributes in front of like a whole packed stadium and a lot of alumni from the team. But now, a lot of people were pissed at it. Now, I this is a story that's close to my heart as a Penn State graduate. Um, we all know what happened. You know, Mm-hmm. With the, the sex abuse, thing. the sex abuse thing, yeah. and there was like debate. Like, so it was the fiftieth anniversary of his first win, right? And I had a lot of you know Twitter people were like, "What do you think?" Right. I was so against this. Right. I'm so against because, first of all, the anniversary seems like it's made up. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. like, who's ever celebrated the fiftieth? 
the fiftieth time uh, oh, anniversary, first win, uh, first the- win, the first time you took a shit <laughs> during the second half. Like, what are we celebrating? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how did yeah, this yeah. even come to fruition? And it, it, it really now, is. Did like, he ultimately get implicated in this? <clears throat> like, there's a lot of. Uh, there's been like a lot of like just headline news that's come yeah. out. Like there's there was a claim that they released uh, records from the from some of the victims mm-hmm. uh, of Sandusky. Like that one of them said that they told Joe mm-hmm. Paterno, and he and said he, enough of this. Right. Like he just didn't listen to it. And then back in the seventies, but that oh, was okay. just the claim of the victim. So we don't know. Right, right, right. But even if that's not true, let's say let's say Joe Paterno had no idea his whole career. Right. You know whatever. He also was the king of the school. Yeah. So your legacy, if you're the king, what goes on under you your... You know what's going on. Not even if you don't... Not knowing... Is a problem. Is a problem. Right. As much as knowing is a problem. Right. So if you, if you can't be in charge of this whole landscape and then have all the raping and pillaging going right. on and be like, oh, Joe I didn't no is, is Penn State. He, he is, is Penn State. Right. I mean, that, and I when I was there... He was coaching the team, and it was blasphemy to even say that he shouldn't be coaching. That he was too old. Wow. Um, this they're and while they're doing the investigation, you still have a guy who's getting investigated for mm-hmm. raping children, right? Working out at your gym, yeah, at the Penn State, as something's I remember. Wrong so, with that. so mm-hmm. there's something wrong with that. Yeah. So, to uh, and and this is kind of the climate that we're in. This is kind of why I want to talk about it. And mm-hmm. I I said this on Twitter, the climate that we're in is that. Everyone's choosing teams on mm-hmm. everything. You know, you're for the troops and you're against Kaepernick. Right, right, right. You know, right, like, right, like, right. That's, that's an insane. He goes, but I, I'm not. He's not even talking I, about that. I, I but people but made you, it into. I think you are. I think you are. So right. people divide into black and white. When, right. Listen, we're all just gray. We're right. all imperfect. So, Absolutely. So what's happening is, and this is how I see it. This is my opinion on it. As a Penn State graduate, mm-hmm. I can understand I've been made fun of more often than not. For a guy raping children that I've never heard of or never <laughs> know, nothing to do with, it. nothing to do with, and I've been made fun right, of. Right, right, right. So I'm sure yeah. that the guys giving millions of dollars a year to Penn State yeah. get shit about this too. Yeah, and they probably feel like they're being attacked. Okay, and I understand that because every time I, I, someone makes a joke to me, I got that first thing of like, <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> right. But then I'm like, they're joking. Right, it's right. what you say. So you I think get this it. is this is backlash from the shit that I, they? This like, is what I think. Fuck I, you. I think the alumni feel so attacked uh. by because when it happened, 2007, like when people were graduating college, they were going to interviews and people when they were at interviews, the first thing they're thinking of is child Penn, rape. Right, right. You go, oh, I went to Penn State. And I, and I say political science and, yeah, exactly. like, yeah. and they're like well let's look at your resume ooh Penn State weird <laughs> tough times we're in it's like I'm here for the fucking accounting job right 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 why right. are we talking and, and like, why the- are you giving this guy this kind of pro- these, this props when he allowed this to go on if, and if he didn't well, his it, his his complacency his complacency and they, so I think it's less about Joe Paterno honoring him because they just made up some 50th yeah, yeah. anniversary it's just more about Penn State's good. Uh-huh. We're not bad people. And right. I, I, because I love the person that goes to Penn State, and mm. I, I'll say this as, and I came from Boston. I, mm. you know, I didn't go, 
I wasn't from a Penn State family. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to think that I have an unbiased view because... Yeah, my nephew went to Penn State, too. It's yeah. a good school, and I think yeah. good people go to it yeah. because it's in the middle of nowhere. They sure. like football. They want to drink beers. They're not... They, and I've been to Michigan, and I've met some of the, the... You know, the type of guy who goes to Penn State is the guy who goes into sales. Right. You know, they like hanging out. They're good people. Yeah. And, and, you know, my brother went to Michigan, and you meet some people there, and it, a lot of times with the Michigan people, I'm not saying about all of them, but you right. get the feeling of like... Oh, they're just like they're climbers, right? Right. And a lot of Penn State people that I I love and enjoy, they to me the t- the brand of person that goes there is less. Let's hang out, right? Like, you know, I don't care what you do for a living. I just want to, you know, yeah. I just like talking about football. So it couldn't have happened to a worse brand of person yeah. because because he's a good guy, good guy, yeah, good girl. You know, they like to yeah. hang out. So I do understand where they're coming. They want to protect that we're good people that go to Penn State. But no one's saying that. No one's saying right. you're That's a, what, a what child's rape what apologist. You're, what you're saying is does them much more gratitude and much more help to, to change this, what you're saying right now. Yes. As than, opposed to celebrating to some, someone yeah. that we don't know how complacent or how, uh, yeah. you know, how much he ignored. And also... I'm not saying Joe Paterno wasn't great. Right. I'm saying he was a great coach who did a lot of great things for a lot of people. Yeah. At the same time, we have to acknowledge that if one victim felt hurt by this celebration of Joe Paterno, right. it's not worth doing. Yeah. If one victim felt like Penn State sure. was looking around them to absolve while they were them, getting while molested, they, where their life is pretty or, much or their, changed forever. for the rest of their life. Or their feelings are being looked around now. Yeah. As someone who was a victim, right? Which they could, shouldn't they do could it. Take they, this at, they could take this at that. Like yeah. this was the dude who was complicit in this, and when people were getting, let it breathe, give yeah. it time. Yeah, and I'm not saying you know Joe Paterno did a lot of great. Yeah, we can remember that, and also remember that there was some shit that went down that we have to acknowledge. Yeah, and the other side of it was that there was a protest. Yeah, and, and this is more to the team thing, and then right, right. this is why I'm trying to empathize with both sides. Right. Um, Penn State wants to celebrate Joe Pod because they want to say we're good people we're not fucking assholes mm. then it gets protest there was a sign that was in the stands and it was we turned our back we're turning our back on this just like Joe Paterno turned his back mm-hmm. that's what the sign said Wow. but the sign also had a Temple logo on it because mm. they were playing Temple oh, wow. what the fuck does Temple have to do not with the, the protest right right so from the other side from the Penn State side of me I'm like what do you think Temple is is more against child rape than a Penn Stater? <laughs> like, why are you bringing Temple into this? Yeah, uh, yeah. Where you you're, have Cosby you're conflating and you're, all your whole, commercials. Yeah, you're conflating the whole thing. You're yeah. just saying that your team is better than our team, which is stupid. We're right. all team anti-child rape. Right. And I say the words child rape. Oh, most, to, to, most are. <laughs> what's that? I said most are. Yeah, most <laughs> are. This is what I'm saying. So to put the Temple logo on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. what are you saying? Start you're better than us? It's, yeah. it's, it's again, yeah. I am on this team which is good you're on that team which is bad mm. it all makes us feel better at night so this whole Penn State story like got me like it, you know it yeah. says a lot it's a, it goes back to politics mm-hmm. and all the stuff that is, I am Republican you are Democrat you are right. bad I am good but nothing aligns 100 percent right. nobody's better for it nobody's better for it so why can't we all just say we turn you know like you know I just I watching the whole thing play out I was like mm. oh we're all idiots yeah <laughs> you know, like, which is most most of the and time. It, but at my animal brain is to protect Penn State. And I do understand where they're coming from with the celebration, which is the dumbest celebration I've ever fucking seen. It's not even... and That's like the thing when when you had Michael Vick and the dog killer. Mm. And then uh, what you call, I think it was... uh, 
What's, what's the dude, uh, Chuck Tucker Carlson? He goes, he should be put down like the. I go, look, I don't want to defend. Yeah, a, a dog killer, dude. I love dogs. Yeah. This guy's an asshole for killing. But now, because he's a black dude, he should be put down. Like yeah. now, I gotta defend some shit that I don't even want to defend because you've gone too far. That, well, that's kind of the, that's yeah. the position with Penn yeah. State. I gotta defend Penn State at the same time. I have to say this celebration is bullshit. Right. And then I gotta look at the Temple fans thinking that they could put the Temple logo yeah, yeah. on a sign that's protesting this this celebration. I'm like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate everybody. Fuck in this, fuck this dude, fuck, fuck Temple. <laughs> so I don't know. I want to get that off my chest, and I just want to. Uh, I kind of want to humanize the Penn State position because yeah. it's inhuman right. for them to just ignore the nuance of having a victim feel. Yeah. Uh, feel put aside to have a Joe Paterno uh, And to party. the same token, the people that go there, go there for an education, and they're yeah. good people, and what the fuck? What the fuck? Now I'm stained by this by this, this pedophile and this uh, and a guy who might be complicit, and, yeah. and I have nothing to do with it. I have nothing to do, and there's right. nothing I can say except right. child rape sucks. And I say, I use the phrase child rape because I don't want to minimize how horrible what he did was. Yeah. I don't like when people are like, well, what happened to Penn State? Say the fucking words because uh -huh. what happened was horrible. Right. We have to talk about it so take, we can make sure it doesn't happen again. Take responsibility for that, yes. and that's taking responsibility. Let's do something a little more fun. We'll do one hypothetical, okay. and then, uh, Shelby, you ready for a hypothetical? Yeah. Okay, so I like this. I like this one. J Train Love Hewitt. Consider your nuts feathered. If you had to come up give up watching football one day a week, Saturday or Sunday, which one would you cut out? In your case, you stop watching Penn State or the Patriots. What do we think? Uh, Saturday. Saturday? Saturday. Gotta be Saturday. Shelby? Yeah, and Saturday. You no know college. why? You know why I kill kill Saturday because I can find other people to hang on Saturday. Yeah, you know the part. You know I can find a party on Saturday yes. during the day to go day drink for no reason. Right. Sunday, when you get those scary moments in your head, you're like, "What the fuck did I do all weekend?" Right. Pop a football. It's there to help <laughs> right. you out. Right. Right. So right. So that's right. why I pick that. I like it because it's the wind down. Sunday's yeah. kind of the wind down for the week. Yeah. So you you can you know you can kind of veg and when, out. And when Sunday football goes away, you're like, oh my god, what am I doing with yeah. my life? Like <laughs> these I, hours. I, all these hours <laughs> I had just spending watching football. So I don't know. Um, is there a college version of Red Zone? Because I don't think there they is. do have a college for, uh, version of Red Zone. It's not as good because like you yeah. know there's no fantasy element. Yeah. You know, and you know we're all living a fantasy. <laughs> to play. Uh, Dante, thank you for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Such bro. a fantastic a pleasure, episode. Man. At Dante Nero, Beigeville Podcast, every Tuesday. Go subscribe, get involved. It's just fantastic. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter. Go follow him, support him. Uh, let's do one couple shout outs and then we'll just get out of here. I got a couple shout outs that people want to read. A mix I just DJed for the daytime parties, or where this guy wants the people to check out his mix. He, he DJs. Okay. Hit up my SoundCloud. Uh, shout out to Miami Ver University. That's VHD. So DJ mixes and EDM remixes. Thanks. Can't wait to hear the new cast. So it's, uh, I, he doesn't really, hit up my SoundCloud. It's called VHD. So VHD, go check that out. 
Hey, J-Train, I really want to get your, uh, go to your live show September 22nd. But I can't because I'm teaching second graders. My birthday is the day before, September 21st. I was hoping you could give a shout-out on the podcast because I'm missing your show. My name is Gabrielle. I'm totally fine with you mentioning my first name on the air. I enjoy the podcast immensely. It keeps me laughing while writing lesson plans and drinking a bottle of wine. Keep up the great work. Tell Mansamp I say hello as well. I will. Uh, happy birthday, Gabrielle. Thank you for writing in. And if you guys are around on this 22nd, come on out to the show at Stand Up New York. It's at 8 o'clock. Use the promo code TFM on StandUpNY.com. Free tickets to the show. And that is our episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Dante, you were great. Thanks for having uh, me, I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms. We will be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!